Hey, this is our Thor episode about the fourth movie in the Marvel Cinematic Movie Universe. Marvel Cinematic Universe? Movie is redundant. Uh, Rachel and I recorded this a couple days ago in 2019, so we are looking back at 2011, dang, eight years ago. Um, so, have a listen, and, um, yeah, enjoy yourself, I suppose. Here it is. Starting. Hey, Rachel. Hey, Peter. Hey, let's, let's talk about Thor. We're going to do a quick take. Do we, do we have to? <laughs> you you know we're only four movies into this. <laughs> I know. We thought it would be a good idea, but here we are. Yeah. For yeah, so we're at the fourth movie in the fourth? Marvel Cinematic Universe. Thor. Thor with Chris Hemsworth and Helmsworth? No, it's Hemsworth. Yes, Chris oh. Hemsworth. Yeah. Natalie Portman, Tom Hiddleston, Stellan Skarsgård, Idris Elba. Kat Dennings, Renee Russo, Anthony Hopkins. Like, it has a lot of good actors in it. Um, if no one has ever listened to us talk about this before, the, the sort of premise that I come at these movies with is these Marvel movies are like global fever dreams because everybody in the world watches these things. Right, so you have to they have to be able to be like ingested by people all over the planet, but also uh people in the United States who I feel like we're just we're going like I think folk wisdom trump is trump's get it uh, uh I think folk wisdom trump science and and I think this and that, and like how do we keep making movies that both sets of people are gonna watch when you know it's not like yeah they're not making we're not making comic book movies about like socialist heroes or like benevolent dictators so like how how are people gonna how are people gonna watch these things okay um uh so what i like to do is compare what came out in the box office at that time Mm -hmm. yeah i like that okay oh there are some there are some doozies you ready for this (laughs) I I have prepared. My body is ready. Okay, so Thor Thor won the box office that that weekend, May sixth, two thousand eleven. Mm-hmm. Grows sixty five million dollars. Mm-hmm. Fast Five, which I think is the fifth Fast and Furious movie, was still in the theaters, but it didn't come out that week. It, it had been in the theaters. Uh, it it was released the previous week. Okay. So the other movies were those are. Yeah. Uh, so the other movies that were new that weekend, Jumping the Broom. Okay. Which, you know, the budget for that movie was $6.6 million and it totaled $15 million in that opening weekend. So whatever Jumping the Broom is, it made, you know, made a profit. Something Borrowed. Okay. Eh. Not not great. I'm not familiar. There be dragons. There be dragons. What was that? Uh, let me click through to it. I didn't even bother looking. Uh, 
Charlie Cox, Wes Bentley, Roland Joffe. Uh, I have no idea. Okay. All right. Um, and this is one. Okay. The Beaver. Do you remember this movie? No. The Beaver. Starring Mel Gibson. And he gets a beaver puppet, which allows him to, like, work through his feelings. All right. The, sh the, <laughs> the budget for that movie was $21 million. Oh, that had Jodie Foster in it. The, open, the opening weekend, that movie made $107,000. Oh, dang. <laughs> oh. And then last night, uh, which I don't know what that is, Battle of the Brides. Oh, and one I haven't seen, but I want to see, Hobo with a Shotgun. Okay. Starring Rutger Hauer, who is, like, big-time 80s action movie guy. Mm -hmm. That opened that weekend, too. And it made more money than The Beaver. Uh, let's see, what else? Oh, there's still more. Octubre Harvest, I'm Not Jesus, Mommy. Oh, my God. Oh, what is that? Vito Bonifaci, Caterpillar, Passion Play. Okay. So... So Thor comes out that weekend right on the heels of Fast Five. And then it's going to be like one month later and that Captain America movie is going to be released. So we are like Marvel. We're still in phase one. I'm doing finger quotes, phase one of the MCU. And, right. and they're, they're like beginning the machine of, of the MCU. Also, to frame this politically, or I don't know politically, but just current events wise, like five days earlier, uh, they killed Osama bin Laden. That was when, oh uh, yeah, that was when President Obama sent sent the thing in there, and President Obama was killed, and um, uh, and George W. congratulates Barack Obama and says, "Good job." Yeah. Okay. So that's that's the context of of this Thor thing, right? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And it had been a year, almost a year to the day, because Iron Man two came out May seventh, twenty ten, and here's Thor coming out May sixth, twenty ten. Okay, sure. Um, the plot of Thor is not that important. Um, it's uh, Thor is in Ragnarok. Um, Anthony Hopkins is his dad. Somebody tries to break in during Thor's coronation ceremony because Odin's going to go to sleep for a little while. And then Thor gets mad, goes and attacks some frost giants. Odin kicks him out for because he's like, why are you doing that? And some stuff ensues, and uh, he's got friends that it's like part Lord of the Rings and like, part really bad romantic comedy and like part comic book movie and anyway that's the plot plot that yay okay and thor yep. wins it and thor wins at the end got it yeah oh he's man got, he's got a hammer it's a real good hammer yeah he's got that good hammer and, and then there's like a there's like a uh what do you call it uh um excalibur scene in there 
Mm -hmm. People trying to pick up the hammer. Yeah. Um, also worth uh, mentioning is that Natalie Portman plays his love interest. She's a female scientist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Loki, his brother, is hot. Yeah, Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> so what the hell, like, what the hell was going uh, on in that movie? I, uh, they didn't understand who Thor was supposed to be yet, I think. Because yeah. for me, you don't really, like, get to good Thor until Ragnarok. Uh-huh. Um, when they stop, like, I get he, part of Thor's thing is that he's he's big and strong. And like, he's not quite as sneaky clever as Loki. Mm -hmm. And that's like both, I think in the comics and in just like Norse mythology. Yeah. Um, but makes up for it with like being honorable and good. Um, but Thor is like super into himself and um, yeah. really needs to like be knocked down a peg. And um, that's like, why he gets sent to Earth. Yeah, he's, it, he's just being a dick. <laughs> yeah, he's just a dick. Like, yeah, I I don't know if the relationship between Thor and Natalie Portman. Like, I watched it and I was like, this is this this there's there there wasn't like any directly like creepy scenes, but I just mm -hmm. felt like. They wouldn't do this with these characters today. Like I, I feel like I feel like women and other people just would be like, this relationship is really one-sided and dumb. Like, why is she falling in love with this guy? Other than just pure lust, which is fine, but that's not really the way that the movie led you to believe it was happening. Right. They play it like it's just like deep like a spiritual connection and there's zero chemistry. There yeah. is like no chemistry between Natalie Portman and Thor so much that I can't remember the character's name. It's just Natalie Portman and Thor. Yeah. It's just it's... Natalie Portman and Thor. Yeah. This movie, the, the Bechdel test, I don't think it would pass. I mean, Natalie Portman had a name, Kat Denning, mm -hmm. Deming, Denning, Deming, mm -hmm. had, her character had a name. But I don't think that they're ever talking to each other about somebody that's not a dude. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm a straight white dude. And I noticed that Natalie Portman's eyebrows looked very dated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of what her eyebrows look like. It's like... Uh, it's, like it's like... It's like uh, it, they come to a point and they're straight. Like they don't follow the curvature of the eye. Oh. So they, they go straight out. And then like the bottom part of your eyebrow that, that does follow your, your mm -hmm. eyes. It's like it was that era when ladies shaved that, you know, or something. Yeah, like they're a little far apart. Yeah, and it's just like pew, they're like little spears. Yeah, um, well. The, her eyebrows are naturally straight anyway. They're like that in all of her movies. Oh, oh. Well, I'm a jerk. I'm sorry, Natalie Portman. <laughs> sorry. Because she's, she's going to be listening to this podcast. Uh, yeah, she's going to... I mean, you know, she's... Maybe. Maybe. Um, um, so, yeah, I see what you mean. I'm looking at them now. 
the space in between the eyebrows. Now eyebrows come in a little bit more. I thought I thought it was the other end, like the further ends. Anyway, in yeah, any case, anyway, yeah. Um, I, at one, so I'm just going to give you some hot takes that are all over the place. Sure, give me them Ste hot takes. Stellan Starsguard. At one point, I thought he was a good actor because he was in Good Will Hunting. And now he's uh -huh. in this, and I think he was in, like, a Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Like, Yeah, and he was, uh, he was in Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> did Kat Deming, did we even, like, I really, I really like her as a, like, I don't think she's been in, like, her best movie yet. But I thought she was great in 40-Year-Old Virgin. And I thought Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist was, like, good for what it was, you know? Sure. Like, teen movie. And it was, like, not the best movie in the world. But, like, I actively sought it out and watched it when it was on Netflix. Mm -hmm. But why did, why did her character even exist in this movie? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's because Natalie Portman's character is so boring. <laughs> and so instead of making her more interesting... They're like, well, we'll just give her a funny sidekick. Oh boy! And that will be enough. Because yeah. um, honestly, I think I think Kat Denny's character had a lot more chemistry with Thor. <laughs> yeah, I would have. Yeah. I would have loved to have it been like the two of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been good. Uh, um, yeah, I'm looking right now. I I just searched uh, Natalie Portman Thor, and it's just a series of of her looking worried. <laughs> That's like the whole movie is like her worried about Thor and well, like. <laughs> freaking out yeah. like oh no oh, oh no and then and then thor's like i don't know how to act in public i'm gonna smash this glass oh i'm smashing the glass i meant to no disrespect oh Is oh yeah maybe that's why this movie doesn't age well because everybody's sick of like entitled white dudes doing shit and then not apologizing for it <laughs> Right? Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. I think, I mean, some of that is how, is trying to give Thor a place to grow from. Yeah. You know, yeah. like they, right. they have this arc that they want to do where he matures and um, starts taking things more seriously. Yeah. Um, but they start him so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, it doesn't make sense that he gets so much smarter. Like yeah. I could see him, um, you know, taking things more seriously, becoming more mature, or becoming more um, just more aware, but actually becoming smarter. Yeah, because yeah. he's just like, I don't know. When I think about Thor, I just think about Thor. Like, where's my hammer? And where's yeah. my hammer? You know, like just running around. Yeah. The, the thing <laughs> is, that's just now. <laughs> the, the thing is, like. But when he's when he's dumb Thor and like doing those things, there's there's two movies that came before this that I think of. There's or and there's probably more than that. But like Jeff Bridges in the seventies or eighties was in this movie called Starman. Did you ever see that? <clears throat> oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I so, did. It's sort of the same thing. Like this guy, he's either an alien or he has superpowers, you know, and he's like. Mm -hmm. I am I am learning ways of human, you know, and uh, there's that one. There's there's like every like the old Superman movie from the seventies again, where he's like learning the ways as a kid, and he doesn't he's not sure what to do with his powers. 
But then also in Superman 2, where all the like superheroes come down and then, you know, they're explaining to the big dumb mute guy, like what, how to use something. Oh, what is that scene? This, this explanation would be so much better if I could remember what he did on that, in that scene. They were trying to explain to him how to do something and he just didn't get it, you know? And he's just this big, dumb, strong guy. Yeah. I, anyway, if, 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 if they made like that, the, it would almost be better if that was the entire movie then. Like, just make right. it splash, <laughs> right? <laughs> splash did the same thing. You have to, you have to spray Thor down every hour or. Yeah. Oh but you know, um, she she was the same way in that yeah. in that movie. It's or yeah, just make it that movie for the entire time, and and then make a different movie that's all the Shakespearean like Asgardian stuff. Which, right. by the way, there was so much just like lifting from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, like the 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 exposition at the beginning and mm -hmm. the weird like battle scenes and stuff of like hordes of CGI things attacking. Just so, so <laughs> just boring. Yeah. So boring. Yeah, I um, I, I watched the movie uh, a couple months ago. I rewatched it. Like, yeah, yeah. Earlier this, um, this summer, fall, sometime, sometime before now. Yeah. My, my sense of time and scale is wonky. Um, Sometime before now, I I watched it and I just I couldn't I couldn't bring myself to watch it a second time to to freshen up. No, um, I just yeah. um yeah, it just it's I think I think the difference between Thor and a movie like Starman is that Starman plays this like like he comes off as dumb, but he's ignorant and he's confused, um, but he's really curious. Mm -hmm. And it's. Yeah. It's different. It's more like it comes across as more like a kid learning to walk as opposed to someone who is already an adult and mm -hmm. just sort of like barges into situations mm -hmm. as opposed to be like, oh, hey, what is this? Tell me about this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then he like flips between that and like super stealth man when he's trying to get into. Uh, like the little shield base to get his yeah. hammer. Yeah. And like, if he had been more like that, just I, I don't mind him being brash and loud. I feel like that fits um, sort of the impetuous nature of his early character, mm -hmm. but he needed to be more strategic and sharper. After all, his dad was just about to make him king. Right. Yeah. And, and I think Thor. So Thor rushing in to fight the Frost Giants was stupid. But mm -hmm. it was because it was brash and thoughtless, not because he was doing something that was dumb. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, he just, he rushed in. And then that's when Odin realized, like, oh, shit. <laughs> we can't make this guy king yet. He's going to fuck everything up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because he, he's still growing to do. And that's when he, like, you know, sends him out. And but somehow when he arrives on Earth, he's not just like brash and headstrong. He like forgets how to interact with other people. Yeah. 
and I don't yeah. like that. Like it, it just it's it's so all over the place. It's so inconsistent. Well, yeah, and, and and so and within that, I have it, it's weird to me because I swear in like cultural consciousness, people thought of um, what's his name, Kev Kevin Brana, Kenneth Brana. I Sir Kenneth Brana. Sir Kenneth Brown. I swear people at one time in like movie consciousness, people thought of him as like, whoa, he's some serious business. Like he was served because he he was the head of the Royal Academy of Dr Dramatic Art in London. No, wait, he trained at the and succeeded Richard Attenborough as the president of the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art. Oh wow! Okay. So, like, he was a thing, you know. Like, he was a he was kind of a big deal. And I get the translation of like Shakespearean stuff over to comic book, like mythic gods and things. Like that makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. But, but he maybe if he would have just stuck with that, it would have been better, you know. Because to to add in the Earth stuff, it was just just seemed unnecessary and weird. And then also, I think Marvel leads are better when it's somebody that's done other things and then now they're doing this thing, right? So like Robert Downey Jr. was Robert Downey Jr. before. Like we right. all knew him as that and he was good in other things and now he's Iron Man. Sure. And, and um, Chris Pratt, was Chris Pratt, you know, like mm -hmm. everybody liked him on, on Parks and Rec. And now he's like Chris Pratt in Marvel world and like Don Cheadle and Paul Rudd, you know, mm -hmm. um, what's the guy's name that plays the Hulk? Oh, um, Why is this name <laughs> escaping me? My friend was like Bruce Banner. Duh. No, that's not it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Are we both furiously Googling it? We'll look back yeah. To uh, come on. Mark Ruffalo. Thank you. To it. And Mark Mark Ruffalo, too, falls into that. Because Mark Ruffalo was Mark Ruffalo in, like, these cool, like, sometimes funny movies, but, like, dramatic movies, you know? And yeah. Chris, Chris Hemsworth, the, the first movie he was in was the original Star... The, not the original, the first J.J. Abrams Star Trek movie, which came out yeah. two years before. Played Kirk's dad for like five minutes. Yeah, yeah, and he was great. Like, mm -hmm. fine. Like, mm -hmm. but but I don't know. We it, he's. I, I feel the same way about about the other guy, the guy who plays Captain America too. <laughs> like, they're they are both super attractive people. Like, no doubt, they're like crazy, like bodybuilder dudes who look amazing you know mm -hmm. but i i i don't know all the ones that that land for me are the guys who did all that other stuff yeah i think i think what thor's missing is a, a finesse like the mm -hmm. um the the other actors would have had enough experience to have the self-confidence to be like, hey, this is what I think the character should be like, or just mm -hmm. more experience like listening to a director or work or something. Um, mm -hmm. I also think, um, oh, what was I gonna say? 
I can't remember what I was going to say. I think, um, yeah, go ahead. Um, oh, I remember what I was going to say. Go for it. Um, I think some of what it is, is as the movies progress, the directors let more of Chris Hemsworth's nat natural charm come out. And I mm -hmm. think that's what makes the other castings work so well is that there's something in those characters that pulls from the actors themselves. Like, um, um, uh, the guy who played Captain America, I can't remember anybody's name today, Chris Evans, another mm -hmm. one of the other Chris's, uh, mm -hmm. himself is like this sort of very gently masculine man. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. what Captain America is. And Robert Downey Jr. is this like snarky rich guy. <laughs> yeah, and that's who and Robert that's, Downey Jr. is. Yeah. yeah, and that's who Iron Man is. And so I think they were pushing him to play two against his type. Yeah. Like two against himself. Because um, I think that's easier to do if almost easier to do if you have like a dramatic role to really like throw yourself into. And like, if you're really changing what yeah. you're like and you're acting out of character, but Thor was like close enough without letting Hemsworth's like natural charm shine through. Yeah. Thor could be charming. And later on, Thor is very charming. Um, yeah. I, in, you know, kind of a cheesy way, but it, it works. <laughs> yeah. It works for him. And they don't, they don't, they don't um, it, yeah. I have a way to, to fix the movie. Like, okay. So here's how, here's how I would fix the movie. Yeah. If we were given like all of the actors that are currently in the movie mm -hmm. and it's like a deck of cards, you know, and you're like, okay, this person's going to be, this person's going to be this, this person's going to be this, this person's going to be that. Right. Like, mm -hmm. so we, so Idris Elba is, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, oh. Heimdall. 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 Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. We take the guy who played Falstaff. No, what's his name? The like big guy that they made wear like a fat suit, even though he didn't even make him look that fat. Oh yeah. Um. Oh, Volstag. Volstag. Yeah. So, uh. Ray Stevenson played Volsang. So we take that guy, make him Heimdall. Mm -hmm. We take uh, Chris Hemsworth, make him Volstag. And then he could just be like goofy and like, you know, yeah, weird and like an attractive Gimli, basically. Yeah. Okay, but we removed Idris Elba out of the equation. He's Thor. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Cat <laughs> Cat Deming. Takes Natalie Portman's place. Uh -huh. uh, Natalie Portman maybe bumps. She plays Odin. Oh, that'd be great. She'd actually be, be an amazing so... Odin. <laughs> oh my god, that would be so weird, right? <laughs> and just no explanation. Like, don't explain it. Don't no. don't make her up. Don't make her up like like uh, what's her name in all those movies where she plays an Asian man in a you know what what's that lady's name. Oh, uh, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I know I can't think of these people's names. Um, uh, she was in uh, Doctor Strange. Are we talking about the Black Widow? No, 
talking about uh, the ancient one, Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know. I can't think of her name. Uh, Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. Yeah. Don't do it, Tilda Swinton. Just no. say, just call Natalie Portman Odin. Yeah. Yeah. Like, slap an eye patch on her. That'd and be she's so like talking weird. to, to Idris would... Elba about how she's going to put him on the throne. Oh, God. That would be so strange and be like, yeah, that would be so bizarre. Why don't these movies lean into the bizarreness of comic books more? Because yeah. I feel like you could make it's it's ripe for making completely absurd movies, but all but retain the seriousness of because you wouldn't need jokes. You would not need jokes. Like right. I would say, play the movie completely serious, but if you do those bizarre, like larger than life, like like alternate alternate castings you know a black mm -hmm. thor and like a lady playing odin then it just like bends your mind into this weird like oh this is not supposed to be a reality situation okay yeah yeah Ooh. you know or if we're gonna do that what would also be cool is if like the different actors just kept like switching parts and you identified characters <laughs> by their costumes Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So so basically, make these new Marvel movies into like experimental theater. I would be yeah. so into that. Oh my god, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Are you still uh, there? I think it cut out a little bit. Okay. Can you? Oh hear no, me? there. Yeah, I think. Yeah, okay. that would be amazing. Dang, I would like that so much. Yeah, and just like really lean into like the like the crazy like super colorful sets and weird like film noir shots with like big shadows everywhere and like shot, mm -hmm. you know, the cameras on the ground or like, you know, weird oh, scenes like that. Like, I guess, we're, are we just saying make it into a Tim Burton movie? Is that what we're saying? Uh, probably. <laughs> I, would, I would love to watch a Marvel movie directed by Tim Burton. Yeah, it'd be so cool. It'd be really cool. Um, yeah, and now I'm just picturing like Idris Elba as Thor and Edley Portman as Odin, but their proportions are the same. So like, like mm -hmm. Natalie Portman is just like super tall, yeah, and like towering over Thor. Oh yeah, yeah. Like bigger than like or like the same height as Idris Elba. Well, and so then maybe we don't take the guy who played Volstagg to make him Heimdall. Maybe we take Anthony Hopkins and make him Heimdall. Yeah, okay. I guess. That's fine. Yeah, he'd be a good Heimdall, too. Yeah. Um, and and the thing is, like, some of the, the actors were so good in these, like, other roles. Like, I loved um, Renee Rosso as Thor's mom. I thought she did a fantastic job. I really like Anthony Hopkins as Odin. I feel like he brings the, the gravitas sure, that yeah. Odin should have. Um, yeah. Though I do get a kick out of an actor with like Anthony Hopkins uh, credentials being in a comic book movie, but that's like pretty par for the course now. It's like yeah, yeah. They, fun they thing actors can do. <laughs> they managed to convince everybody, like really good actors, to do that. Which I mean, that's great because I think later on I was surprised that Infinity War was as good as it was. I finally watched that. And mm -hmm. I was surprised, like, it, it's not my favorite movie in the world, but I was surprised at how good it was. Um, yeah. Do you have any 
I promised you that we would make this short because <laughs> this movie is not that great. So I want to try to remain true to that promise. Do you have any, any final? Oh, 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 the question we've been asking, who, yeah. does, who does Donald Trump think he is in this movie? <laughs> oh, uh, Odin, I'm pretty sure. I or, think, or I do you think, Thor? I think, I think, here's, I think if he's watching this Natalie movie, Portman. <laughs> Natalie Portman, I think if he's watching this movie, he sees the part where o Odin just goes after the frost giants when they break in, and he's like, yes, yes, you know? Yeah. And then, and then he realizes, oh, wait, uh, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure he would be like, yeah, he, he was leading the right way. Don't show any, don't show any, any, uh, weakness and just go after him, go after him, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and then I just bet if he's watching this movie, he's like, oh yeah, I'm into it. And then when he hears Loki talk before they reveal that he's the bad guy, he's like, no, that guy knows what's up. Yeah, you got it. You got to just kill, just cut your brother off. Just cut your brother off and kick him out. That's what you got to do. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's it. I think just through the whole movie, he's go he's picking the wrong person each time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That makes sense. Uh, I, the note I want to end it on is one of the reviews from Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> okay. Um, that I think is pretty spot on. It says the mildly amusing midsection plays like a Viking take on Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> <laughs> And I think that's pretty accurate. It is accurate. Call yeah. it a hammer. This is a hammer. That's it. Yeah, Crocodile Dundee is another example of one of those movies. Crocodile Dundee is Splash with the guy from Australia in life. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. So next we'll do um, Captain America. Yes. All right. Uh, that'll be interesting because I didn't like Captain America at first, like the character, and now I do. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Yeah. We'll talk about that then. I'll save I'll save that for then. Yeah. Because I know our listeners want to know. Listeners. Plural. Listeners. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because both my parents listen to this it, podcast. Yeah, I heard. So I heard. It's, yeah. It's multiple podcast. It's multiple listeners there. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> we did it. Thanks, Rachel. We did it. You bet. Okay. Bye. Bye.